Some of us have no problem expressing vulnerability. But for some of us, being able to open up, even with the closest people in our lives, oh, that's hard. And if this is your case, then it's going to be difficult for you to have conversations in which you need to talk about needing help, making mistake, receiving negative feedback. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you have more peace and more harmony in all your relationships. One of the most frequent communication challenges my communication students and coaching clients have is knowing how to start a difficult conversation. They don't know what to say, how to say it, or even when to have one. And if starting a difficult conversation is hard for you as well, then this episode is going to be one you may want to come back to every time you need to have a conversation you consider difficult. Because in this episode, I am going to share with you three mistakes we usually make when we start a difficult conversation. And of course, I am going to teach you a transformative communication tool to make these conversations less difficult. Now, let's talk about what difficult conversations are. When you think about a difficult conversation, you may be thinking about a conversation in which you need to make an important decision like uh, talking to your siblings who are all adults like you, and you need to talk about your parents who are now needing more support from all of you as their adult children. Or you may be having an image in your mind of a couple, maybe it was your parents when you were young, having heated arguments about finances. Or perhaps when you hear the words difficult conversations, you are thinking about calling your boss out on the microaggressions you've heard your boss say out loud to your co-workers who speak English as a second language. And while all these topics require extra attention and care when we communicate about them, a difficult conversation can really be about anything. In fact, a topic or a conversation that's difficult for one person is not necessarily difficult for another. For example, some of us have no problem expressing vulnerability. But for some of us, being able to open up, even with the closest people in our lives, oh, that's hard. And if this is your case, then it's going to be difficult for you to have conversations in which you need to talk about needing help, making mistake, receiving negative feedback. And every time you need to have some dialogue about one of these things, you will be having a difficult conversation. Or let me give you another example. 
For some of us, being able to share our feelings out loud, whether it's insecurity, grief, gratitude, pleasure, that is easy and simple. But for some of us who have the tendency of being more connected to our thinking, it's going to be difficult to talk about feelings or body sensations. And if this is you, it may be really hard for you to even find vocabulary to talk about your feelings. And when you know that feelings might be present in a conversation, then that conversation will be difficult for you. And when something is difficult for us, we may start it with tentativeness, fear, exaggerated caution, and even end up complicating things for ourselves and others. After working with hundreds of people in my communication practice, I notice that we tend to make three mistakes when we start a difficult conversation. And I'm using the word we here because I too have made these mistakes in the past, so I know firsthand what the outcome is. And of course, I am going to teach you a transformative communication tool to make these conversations less difficult, especially when you start them. So let's talk about these three mistakes. One of the mistakes we make when we want to start a difficult conversation is that we say something like, we need to talk, or I need to talk to you. Now, if I were to say that to you, we need to talk. Most likely, when you hear those words, you get tense. You brace yourself. Or if you hear, I need to talk to you, maybe you start getting ready to defend or to protect yourself. And if that is the case, it's going to be hard for you to stay open to me, to be relaxed, and to listen to what I'd like to say, right? Because my words and the tone of my voice, we need to talk. I need to talk to you. They are already communicating to you that something difficult or uncomfortable is about to happen. So if you want to have a less difficult conversation, Avoid starting the interaction with, we need to talk, or I need to talk to you. The second mistake we make when we want to approach a difficult conversation is when we say something such as, so-and-so said, I need to tell you that starting a conversation like this, when you want to talk about something that might be difficult for you, will actually increase the level of difficulty. Why? Because if you need to talk about something important, the other person is likely to get defensive. Think about it. So-and-so said, I need to tell you that. This phrase communicates that you have already discussed this important matter with someone else, a third party. A third party who formed an opinion, who gave you some piece of advice, and this could be taken as this third party taking sides. So the person you are now trying to talk to may get upset because they may think that you're hiding things from them. And if it weren't for this third party's opinion, 
you would say nothing at all. I remember working with a client who had a young child who needed to start school. And he shared with me that his spouse approached the conversation with him by saying to him, your mom said I needed to talk to you about not sending our child to public school. My client was livid. He said, what? You talked to my mother about a decision you and I need to make? When my client heard his wife starting the conversation in this way, he experienced betrayal. So whenever possible, avoid starting a difficult conversation by saying something like, so-and-so said that I need to talk to you about. So-and-so said I need to tell you that. The third mistake we make is to start what we consider a difficult conversation with phrases such as, I don't want you to get offended, but, or I don't want you to be angry, or I hope you're not going to yell at me for telling you this, but. Now, when you start a difficult conversation using a phrase such as the ones I just mentioned, most likely you will get what you didn't want. So if you didn't want the other person to get offended or be angry or yell at you, What you are likely to get back is the other person getting offended, feeling angry, or yelling at you. Why? Listen to these phrases again. I don't want you to get offended, but the words that carry the stress or the accent here is offended. So in a sense, you're preparing the other person for feeling offended because that's the word they hear the most. Or if you say, I don't want you to feel angry when I tell you what I did. Once again, you're preparing the other person for feeling angry because the word angry is the one that carries the stress. So that's the word the other person's brain is going to be paying attention to. Years ago, I was working with a client. Let's call her Sarah. Sarah had spent so much money buying expensive clothes to try to keep up with her social circle that she got her family into serious debt. Her husband wanted to get a loan, and Sarah was trying to dissuade him because she knew that their credit score had taken a hit and that most likely they were not going to be approved for the loan. Sarah told me she tried starting this difficult conversation with her husband unsuccessfully. What did you say? I asked her. How did you start this conversation? And Sarah shared with me that she said, I don't want you to get angry. And then she said, my husband responded angrily with, what did you do now? And so you know what Sarah did? She changed the topic. So if you need to have a difficult conversation, Avoid this kind of starter. Okay, by now you're probably thinking, hmm, I've started difficult conversations in one of these ways, so what can I say instead? Well, I am going to teach you here one way to start these conversations, which is what Sarah, by the way, learned to do as well. But first, I want to say that 
Instead of considering these conversations difficult, it helps to describe them as important. When you have an important conversation, this conversation can be beneficial for you and the other person because it can enhance your life, their life, and the relationship. So in a moment, I'm going to teach you how you can start an important conversation. And one more thing before we do that. I want to share with you that the Language Alchemy podcast is having its first year anniversary. And I'm inviting you to a Zoom party in which I am going to give away some exciting communication gifts, including a one-hour communication coaching session with me. I'm so excited about this party, and I sincerely hope you can make it. You can find information and sign up for the anniversary party at languagealchemy.com forward slash podcast anniversary. All right, so how do you start an important conversation skillfully? First things first, notice how you and the other person are. What do I mean by this? Notice whether you're relaxed, open, and present. Or at least notice if there's some space for both of you to have this important conversation. If you notice that, then just let words roll out of your mouth freely. I'm going to give you some starter suggestions. You can say something like, I've been thinking about, or I've been reflecting on, or I'm wondering about. So to go back to some of the scenarios I gave you in this episode, you could say something like, I've been thinking about our child needing to start school. Or, I've been wondering about something I heard you say to our co-workers yesterday. So as you can see, the way to start an important conversation is very different than the three ways I described earlier. Now, to help you remember how to start these important conversations, I want to share with you how my client Sarah did it. As she and I worked together to communicate truthfully to her husband, and have important conversations with clarity, confidence, and compassion, she said to me, so Alejandra, you want me to approach this difficult, I mean, important conversation with my husband as if we were at the dinner table and I was saying something like, can you pass me the salt, honey? And I said, yes, just like that. Sarah learn to have healthy conversations about these topics because she learned to approach these conversations as important rather than as difficult. And therefore, she was able to start these conversations with calmness, clarity, confidence, and compassion. So next time you need to have a difficult conversation, think about how you might say, pass me the salt, honey and then just have the conversation. This is how you will avoid the three mistakes I shared with you today. Now let's recap what you've heard in this episode. We talked about difficult conversations. 
I described what they are. I shared three mistakes we usually make when we start these conversations. And I gave you one useful transformative communication tool to have these important conversations with more skill and less difficulty. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thanks to my clients, Liz and Jennifer, for learning to start important conversations with clarity, confidence, and compassion. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapoe. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.